Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a Few Brave Men. I am having a little moment here today, everyone. Uh, This is the official last week for this year's Selfish September. I think I'm going to have to do something about that, and I'm not completely sure what yet, but I've been having so much fun. I've been getting emails and Facebook messages and Twitter DMs and IGs and all kinds of different things across every platform you can imagine, including people literally pulling me over when I'm walking in my neighborhood of Philadelphia saying that they love the episodes and they really want me to continue them. So I'm, I'm kind of at a crossroads myself with what to do about Selfish September. Obviously, you guys know that Balance Boldly truly is not your average podcast. We are a campaign to shake the shame of everything that's getting in your way and stunting your growth in your personal, professional, relationship, and business life. You know, all those elements of your holistic self. Um, and obviously, being selfish and taking time for yourself, protecting your me time, claiming that you understand the redefinition of what selfish is, is really important and it's resonating with people in a bigger way than I honestly expected and anticipated. So I'm excited by it, but I'm still trying to figure out exactly what to do. So if you think you have some ideas of how we can continue to infuse a little selfish time and balance boldly going forward, let me know. I'm kind of thinking about just making it a specific segment, maybe once a month doing a special episode on it. I'm not really sure. So I'm playing around with it and I thought I'd throw the ball back in your courts because you're the experts of everything that you want to know for yourself. So send me an email over to asknikita at thigpro.com or just, you know, somewhere on social media on one of the platforms you know you can find me like Twitter and IG um, and even Facebook. Make sure you just use the hashtag balance boldly because every week when we have our team going through, we'll be able to pull those things out. So I super appreciate it. We really want to say thank you again to all of you who have been like uh, tagging yourselves on these powerful quotes and memes around what you're doing for your own quote unquote me time and being really unapologetic about protecting that time for yourself Um, and even how some of you are helping your children and your spouses uh, not only align with protecting me time but create their own me time we've been seeing some really exciting things so continue to do that don't let that stop just because this you know moment of the campaign for that particular um, you know challenge we were doing has ended I, I loved seeing it it was encouraging I got some good ideas from it So I definitely want you guys to continue it. And maybe we'll loop it in um, as we move forward with some other announcements that I have for you later. But before we get into all of that good groovy stuff that everything that our company, ThinkPro Balance and Relationship Management Institute has been doing, we've been doing some extremely amazing stuff. But before we share any of that towards the latter end of this this episode, I really want to dive into the meat for this fourth and final that I'm aware of, uh, week of Selfish September for 2017. So where we are um, in everything that we've done so far is really understanding what the redefinition of selfish means, uh, what avoiding by confronting can do for you. And of course, you know, just going through every element that you can think of from boundaries and power ups and power downs and all the different elements of what it looks like to actually protect 
your me time. So we talked about all of that the last three episodes of this four-week kind of campaign for being selfish in September, which is the kickoff to the new year um, or new year for many of us, including myself. So what I want you to do, if you haven't already listened to those, is obviously continue with this one. You don't have to listen in any particular order, although it's a little bit more meaningful when you do, but definitely go back and listen to those episodes again. And if you are not already a subscriber, you already know what you got to do. Subscribe, share, and of course, rate it so we know how well we're doing so we can continue to do great stuff. But make sure you're subscribing so you get all these episodes in your tickler, in your email, through YouTube, wherever you want to subscribe. iTunes is the number one place. We recommend that you go and do that. So diving right in. I had an incredible opportunity recently to be on the Michelle Speaks show. For those of you who don't know, Michelle Lawrence is just a phenomenal person. I I don't want to give out her long bio, but she's been the president of Wells Fargo. She's the first African-American woman to do a lot of things. And I just I can't even go down her bio. It's just it's too long. We would spend 15 minutes with me reading it. But I met Michelle a few years ago and we just had instant connection and synergy. Her, myself and our mutual friend who brought us together, Dr. Pamela Jolly, um, two amazing, incredible women. And Michelle has her Michelle Speaks live radio show noon on Wednesdays on 8.60 a.m. It's pretty incredible. If you guys haven't tuned into that, make sure that you do. Small plug to Michelle. Um, But when we were having our conversation, both on air and kind of in the green room uh, post-camera time, um, we had some pretty phenomenal conversations around what selfish is um, just in general. So, you know, of course I shared my definition of what selfish is um, when we were talking off camera and we talked about, you know, the, the common analogy that people can see, feel, and touch is when you're on an airplane, you put the mask on yourself first in order for you to have enough oxygen and energy going through your body so that you can help your neighbor, your child, your spouse, your friend, your sister, whoever is sitting next to you, right? So a lot of people will use the oxygen mask analogy to kind of highlight the importance of taking care of you. Something that I, some of you who have been listening to me for a while, know that I, I feel really strong, strongly as a minister, as a Christian woman, as a woman, period, that there's a lot of things we can learn from other people who have showed us what the power of being selfish can do for you so that you can be more selfless in connection to whatever your purpose is or whatever good deed you're just doing that day. So I always come back to, which a lot of my Christian friends and family don't agree with the term. They think it's too provocative. They think it's too challenging to say it this way, but I stand on my unfiltered word, Jesus was selfish too. He was selfish. If you are a Christian or someone who's read the Bible, you understand there are multiple places where Jesus took time out by himself to go get prayed up, to go refuel, to sit in stillness, to be at peace so that he could then have the energy, mental resources to deal with you fools, to be able to be powered up, to go out and do every great work that he had to do that I do believe as a Christian woman that he did for us to save every single soul. So with that said, whenever I'm feeling 
the old school definition of selfish about protecting my me time. Whenever I'm falling into like, oh, you know, it would be better if I just go ahead and push through this, if I just make myself available, if I overextend myself, whenever I find myself kind of falling in that rabbit hole and as an ultra achieving woman, it's very easy to do so because what I do in a day, some people just look at and they want to vomit because they're like, how are you getting this all done? But that's not an overextension to me. I do know and I feel it in every single single cell in my body when I'm overextending myself. But because there's a fine line because of this long litany of things that I can get done on any given day compared to maybe me pushing myself you know, past that, beyond the discomfort into the pain part, the, oh, Nikita, you better stop measure, but I'm still pushing through. And when I have that moment of clarity of, listen, girl, get yourself together. What are you doing? I stop the guilt train. I shake my shame. I literally shake the shame when I look at one of the the people that I admire the most in the entire universe is Jesus. And I look and say, you know what? If Jesus could be selfish when he had all these great works to do and he literally literally had the weight of the world on his shoulders, then what thinks what do you think is holding you back from having that time yourself? You little person who doesn't have anything in comparison to do as he did. So I know it sounds a little extreme for some of you who are listening or those of you who may not follow the belief. Uh, but when you look at it from the bigger picture, it's it kind of puts puts things in perspective, right? Like we talk about perspective all the time. Just you can minimize things or make them big based on how you perceive them to be. And I like to put myself in perspective, like, listen, as amazing and incredible as I know I am and all the great things that I've done and the greater works that I have to do, I still don't compare to Jesus. So if he could take time out, what makes you think you can't? Are you doing so much for the world that you can't take your 10 minutes, your 20 minutes, your 90 minutes, your day, your three days, depending on what the, you know, the frequency and the situation is to get recalibrated, to refuel, to refocus, to reconnect with yourself and those who you love, you know, what makes you think that you're that important, Nikita Thigpen? If you guys could see me, I'd be pointing to the top of my head, as you know, first partaker of all words. So with that said, I just put it in a little bit of perspective. As soon as I find myself going down that, that lane of guilt, like, oh no, maybe I shouldn't. So what has caused me to flip the switch, and many of you have asked me that, like, well, how, how do you do that with everything you have going on, blah, blah, blah. What, like, why is that okay for you? And I said, you know what? I started to take on the air of being unapologetic about it. I stopped, you guys heard from the last episodes, I stopped explaining myself. I stopped falling into that default apology language that we do when we just fill the space with, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Then occasionally, because it was prone into my DNA from the time I was born to constantly keep saying I'm sorry, occasionally it slips out, but I do more catching myself and not having to fill the space with I'm sorry, then I do say I'm sorry for absolutely no reason or feeling the need to over explain why I can't make it to a birthday party or a baby shower or you know whatever the case is, those things that you truly do want to attend to support people in your life. And of course, if it's business related things, you wanna attend, you wanna participate. But if protecting your me time or prioritizing something else, some other event, some you know, some other thing that just kind of comes a little bit higher on the the radar or the need to get that done has a bigger consequence than the need to attend that other thing does. I don't explain it anymore. 
I leave everything with very simple short sentences because I'm super verbal anyway. So I could explain myself right in and out of something that was important to me. So I stopped doing it. And my framing of it is Nikita, be your unapologetic self. I'm an unapologetic CEO. I'm an unapologetic human. I'm an unapologetic woman, wife, mother, minister, you name it. And what being unapologetically me means to me, and of course you guys will have your own definition on it for yourselves, is just being in a space of understanding that in order to do the greater thing, the work that I am purposed to do, the thing that I want to do, to be in that space, to really enjoy the process of my journey, I have to sum it all up as you will not explain because you will be unapologetic about doing the thing that you were put on this earth to do, period. And if you don't know what that is, because purpose and passion came up a lot too when um, Michelle and I were having our conversation on air, and of course it comes up in other conversations as well, the thing that reminds me when you are someone who are kind of in that space of like, well, Nikita, I don't really know what my purpose is, right? Like I'm passionate about a lot of things. You know, some some days I'm passionate about art. Some days I'm passionate about writing. Some days I'm passionate about taking a nap, you know, <laughs> like whatever your passion is. Like I was saying on Michelle's show, I believe your purpose is innate. You were born with it. We do so many things as we grow up and have our experiences and different people feed into us with their toxicity and their their way of life and they project their fears on us and we just absorb it and soak it up like a sponge. What happens is your purpose gets buried further and further and further away. You know how a little kid can, you know, sometimes at three, four years old, once they're really, really verbal, maybe even before that, you say, Johnny, what do you want to do when you grow up? And they literally want to take over the world because they know that there's something greater for them to do. That's because they haven't been infected yet, right? They haven't had the world and life and experiences and 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 teachers who are pessimistic and neighbors who are uh, meaningful, but you know, overly projecting of what they see and don't see in themselves or on their kids and trying to keep you some it from the ex-boyfriends and girlfriends who have traumatized us with their uh, inability to relate or communicate and all those different things that we've had happen in our life. That hasn't happened to them yet. They haven't been infected with that stuff that literally starts to be the gook and the gunk that clamors on top of what is already inside of you. So you spend your life in this passionate place, moving from one passion to another, in between all these gifts you have, because you do have multiple gifts. You have gifts that support your anointed purpose, whatever that is. And because you have all these passions, some of us look at it as a bad thing and say, oh, well, because I'm so passionate about so many things or so good at so many things, I'm flighty. I can't make up my mind. I don't believe that. There's nothing in my heart that makes me believe that because you are good at many things that makes you flighty. You may communicate it in a way that seems flighty. You may communicate to yourself that you're not really sure where you wanna go a little bit further. But it doesn't mean you're flighty. It means that you're trying to figure out what spot to dig in like where should you dig first to get to your purpose you know like just think of a big heap of coal or in some cases a big heap of crap <laughs> just sitting all over top all of that gook and gunk and lack of clarity and other people's issues and challenges and expectations that belong to other people and loss and trauma and uh, non-understanding and misperceptions and all that stuff, that negativity, all of that stuff is the coal that's sitting on front of you who is the diamond, your purpose that is the diamond, right? That's inside of you. And when you're like trying to figure out like, oh, you know, today I'm going to 
write a book. <laughs> you know, the next month you're interested in starting a shoe line. The next month you're interested in becoming a, you know, a fitness instructor. You know, whatever it is. And however frequently you, you know, flow in and out of those quote unquote passions, that is literally you just tasting and trying what's the good spot to dig at. Now, the goal is to get from a space and place where you're no longer just walking around that big mountainous place of gook and gunk saying, hmm, should I dig here? Oh, no, no, no. Maybe I'll start on this side. Okay, no, maybe I'll start, you know, tilted this way. I think that that's what that is. But the goal is for you to finally start digging and dig consistently. Now, you can work that thing. You can dig a little here and move move to the left, dig a little here, move to the right, dig a little here. Like, of course, you can do that. But either way, you have to be digging. And I do believe by not being bound to other people's expectations of what someone passionate looks like or what someone who, quote unquote, has a plan for their life looks like, stop being bound by those expectations, even yours, the ones that you were stuck to and say, you know what, I'm just going to start digging. And it's totally okay if every six months I change the spot that I want to dig in as long as you keep digging and you use your passion like a shovel to get access to clearing the way to find your purpose. But I tell you how I stand at 40 years strong right here in my body, my person and in my right mind. I tell you right now that it's harder for you to get clarity on just the process of positioning yourself to actually put that shovel in that passion stick if you will and dig in and start pushing if you don't get selfish and take some time away from the noise away from the people away from other people's opinions for a second and start to look at what do you want what do you really want? Now, the pathway to get there is going to be crazy. It's going to be rocky. You're going to fall. You're going to falter. So you're going to get banged up, scraped up. Doesn't matter. But you will get there if you know where it is you even want to go. So just be really clear about that. Where do you want to go? And of course, on Michelle Speak Show, I, I gave some other tips and all that kind of good stuff of what to do next after that and next after that, all that. But I'd rather you go listen to the show and, and hear our conversation on it than me recapping it here. Where I want to highlight is being unapologetically you, just like I'm being unapologetically me. When I say I'm protecting my time, I'm getting a little selfish so I can get refocused when I feel like I'm being a little unclear, so I can recalibrate myself when I feel like I started to take too much, when I can have the courage and the boldness to stop or to quit something that wasn't working for me. I don't want to keep digging in a, a spot that's just a, a piece of solid cement and it's not going anywhere. I want to stop that thing. Even though it felt like I was making a little momentum, I want to have the boldness and courage to to quit something that isn't working and being completely shameless and shame free as I decide to move two steps to the right and start digging again. You know, I, at the end of the day, I'm going after the, the, the same goal, which is to reveal what the true purpose is as you should be and all that good stuff. So I feel like I'm being a little bit mama mama lioness right now so I want to pull myself back see how I stopped that I just stopped myself right in the middle of my tracks and just remind you of how important it is to take care of yourself and apply this please to life situations 
to your relationships, the platonic ones, the intimate ones, your parenting relationships, all of it, when it's totally okay to just be selfish because you'll be a better partner, a better lover, a better mother, a better father, a better brother, a better sister, and so on and so forth because you pulled yourself back a little bit. You slowed down before you sped up. You'll be better in those relationships and in those processes if you take care of you. And I really just wanted to give you that. That's kind of like the full recap of this month's Selfish September. I told you guys that these would be short and sweet. I try to keep them under 24, 25 minutes. Um, that's the hunk of it. For those of you who are in the DMV area, New York, Philadelphia, you know, kind of surrounding area. And I know we do all, we, we always have people who fly in from everywhere, from Atlanta, Massachusetts, Florida. We even had somebody from California come one time. Um, we are having our, yes, much awaited permission to pause micro retreat. They are signature retreats that we do for our own community, for people who are in our community. So it's not something we advertise. I think this is like the first time that I've ever even seen said it out loud on the air before the event happens. Usually I give a recap of the event happening, but to the people who are a part of the Dreamers Blueprint community, for those who are getting all the balance, boldly tips and techniques and everything that they want from us and through us, we always give you heads up when those things happen. So if you're not a part of the Dreamers Blueprint community, go ahead, sign up. The literally phase one of the community opens in just a matter of weeks. So don't play yourself. <laughs> Make sure that you get that. Because um, everything that comes through, that's our whole virtual division of the Thick Pro Balance and Relationship Management Institute. And we've done lots of beta tests beforehand before we decided to make it live. We'll be live in a few weeks for phase one and phase two will be in January. So make sure you go on the list. By doing so, you will absolutely start to receive the emails with the information to register for permission to pause, which is going to be in Philadelphia and Center City on November 9th. It is coming up super, super quick. Let's look the non-evergreen part of uh, this particular episode, but make sure you do that. We are going to start offering a fall and a spring one. So the next one won't happen till June of next year. I can tell you that right now and you don't want to miss out so make sure you get on the list so you can get that information because we do not put registration stuff on social media we do not blast it out to everyone you got to show some commitment and kind of come into the community so you can do that you also get access to a lot of good stuff that's opening up with the dreamers blueprint phase one including the dreamers in the bold kitchen and all those conversations it's a private group that we're starting just for our community and we've started tinkering around with it already and i'm super excited we're literally continuing the conversation in a more interactive and live format than even the podcast so we're going from here and instead of just trying to figure out the conversation on twitter and ig you can come right over to the private group on facebook um, but of course, you are you have to be invited in. You only get the invite if you're part of the dreamersblueprint.com, if you're a part of the community. So make sure you come on in and you'll get everything you need um, from there. I don't want to make this into a, a big promo. It's just a lot, okay? You can wait for the official commercial, but right now, all I can tell you is it's a lot and it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited to be here with you. My gentle honesty recap for you in this particular moment is Jesus was selfish too period. 
That's my gentle honesty. So for all of you where that matters, you will have it impact you and convict you and hit you in your spirit. You gotta take care of you so you can do the greater work. Of course, I would love to invite all of you who know us well enough to do so to come on over right here, right now. Usually right after the podcast, I'm always constantly checking my Twitter feed so we can engage and have conversations as well as um, IG seems to be picking up a lot. So on Instagram, we're over there playing as well. But obviously, in just a couple of weeks, you won't have to keep going there. You'll be able to have a a nice specific space place uh, a nice little uh, kitchen that you can come on over to right away and continue the conversation with me from here so as always i love to thank you for being incredible for listening to the balance bully podcast for allowing me to have an opportunity to plant seeds in your life your relationships and your business again if you haven't already make sure that you like this episode you subscribe rate and share to everyone in the world that you know that you're connected to and ensure that those bold and brave people have access to valuable balance tools. That's where I would like to send you all. So until next time, set an intention to enjoy the balance of your day and do it boldly.